0: Hey, good morning, evening, or afternoon. This is Alyssa Shaver with Shine the Light Podcast. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about 1 Chronicles 4.10, which is a small prayer in the Bible with big results. If you're interested in growing your faith and uh, expanding your territory, then this is a great podcast for you. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy. Want to start by praying for us, praying for you, <laughs> Father God. We come before you right now, Lord God, and I just pray for the person that's listening. God, just have uh, your hand upon them, Lord. Give them ears to hear, Lord, and a heart to understand and be transparent, Lord. I just pray for favor in their life. If they have children, Lord God, I pray that you bless them mightily, each and every one of them. Lord, I just pray for protection over them and their extended family right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And everybody says, amen, because there is power in agreement. I'm learning that too. As I'm getting older, there is power with coming together, with um, praying people to pray. Um, There's power in it. So today I'm going to be talking to you about 1 Chronicles 4.10, which is the Jabez prayer. And before I tell you what that prayer is, I want to tell you a testimony of the power of prayer. So my daughter uh, was got a new bed and the bed was up against the, wall, the uh, window. Well, I was doing a yard sale and I'm taking pictures outside and I'm trying to post it on Facebook and I see my daughter looking at me out the window and I'm like, okay, no big deal, you know? So then, uh, the screen pops out of the window and I'm like, great. She's popped out the screen. She's figured out how to get the screen out. I had no thought that she would jump or try to climb out or anything like that. So the window was just cracked just a tiny, tiny bit enough for her to put her feet through and fall out of the window. So I look over and my daughter's screaming and I of course drop everything and run over to her. And I'm, checking her body i'm checking her head she's scared she's crying but she's got no marks there's nothing there's there's nothing there's no blood there's no bruise there's nothing i i was amazed i mean it's a big drop from the window and we got inside and i'm looking her over again and everything she's just fine and i thought in that moment the one thing that i've been praying for my daughter especially since this coronavirus has broken out for all my children, for all of our family, but for my daughters especially, Lord, just protect us from evil. I've been saying just to protect us from evil and that his hand would be upon us. And God, I I mean, it's been crazy. That's the one prayer, Lord God, keep us from evil and bless us. Keep us from evil and bless us. I sound like a broken record player sometimes. The reason I'm telling you this, there is supernatural power that goes on in this world, and there is also evil that goes on in this world, we can continue to sit like Christians that are just waiting to be fed, or we can go out and we can make disciples of the nations, we can teach people what we have learned, and share the good news. It's good news. It's not meant to be kept. The reason that I'm telling you about this story is because it was one of the times in my life that I've really seen how much... God is protecting us, how much his hand really is upon us. So go down the road about two weeks. My husband is at work and he's on a ladder um, with this big jigsaw thing. I don't know if that's the right word, but a big saw he had. And he's trying to cut this piece of metal, which is something he doesn't normally do. He was helping someone on the other side of the plant. He's done it a hundred times, but this isn't his job. So he goes and he does this, and he was going to do it first without using the ladder and just hold it above his head, and he realized, okay, it's probably smarter to get the ladder. So he gets the ladder, he gets up on it, done it a thousand times, it ricocheted and hit him in the stomach. Before it hit him in the stomach, it sliced his arm a good enough chunk where there was blood everywhere, three deep cuts, and he had to go to the hospital. My husband goes to the hospital for nothing. So, he calls me and he says, Alyssa, I cut my arm, it's not good, blood's everywhere, my boss has to take me to the hospital. And then, what can I do? I ask him, okay, what, what what can I do? Do I get the baby and come to the hospital? No, there's nothing you can do, Alyssa. Just stay there. I'll be there, you know, after work. He still went back to work after he got his stitches put in. He There was no resting. Even though the doctor told him that he needed to rest for two days with a doctor's order, they released it and still let him go back to work. Thank you, because we did need the money. <laughs> but I'm telling you this because I'm sitting around and I'm thinking, I have been praying for protection for my family. How on earth has this happened to my husband? My husband comes home and I tell him the same thing that I'm telling you. Ryan, I don't understand. Every single day I have been praying for protection for you. And my husband tells me, Alyssa, but if you wouldn't have been praying for that protection, if you wouldn't have been praying for me, it could have been a whole lot worse. I don't know what you're facing in your life right now or what struggles, but I think especially in this day and age, that it's important that we pray for protection. We pray for protection and blessing and not only blessing, but that God would be with us through all of it. So that's my story and (laughs) that's where my faith has been worked this week. Now I'm going to leave you with the last part of this, which is the prayer that is really truly changing my life. There is power in prayer. <laughs> okay, so. First Chronicles 4.10 Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. This is a guy named Jabez. Jabez's name, when his mother bore him, she was in extreme pain. She named him Jabez, which means causes extreme pain. It might be a little bit different, but I know that it meant pain. So, Jabez already, with the name that he had, was looked upon as less than. I don't know the full story, but I do know that he prayed this. One more time I'm going to tell you. <laughs> oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. We always want God's blessing and his hand on us, which why wouldn't we? We want to be blessed. But there's something so powerful that to to tell him that you you would keep me from evil and that I may not cause pain. It's more than just being blessed, because when you get the blessings, sometimes people don't know what to do with those blessings, and they're not good stewards of those blessings. That's like even me with money. I really love to tithe, and I really love to buy things at Goodwill and flip them, but right now, um, I'm paying off a credit card, and it's, it's hard sometimes to tithe whenever you know that you have money set aside that was me not being a good steward of the money that God's given me and going into debt. So I'm almost, I'm close to getting out of it. I'm almost there. I'm praying by the end of the month that I will be a hundred percent out of it. It's not much, but it's enough. And so when we, when we pray for blessing, God can do it in any way. He can do it in any way. All you have to do is show up and then God will show out for you. He will always bring the people and the circumstances into your life that you truly need at the right appointed in time. You might be ready for a husband, but have you done anything to improve yourself? And I don't mean that lightly. I'm saying, even for me, um, I'm wanting to do podcast and my husband, he's got a lawn care business, and I need to do the books for that, so my, we're just starting it off this year, just to let you know, <laughs> but my goal is to set up a home office so I can sit down and do this, because right now, I'm sitting in my husband's man cave, he has not put up his clothes, they're all nicely folded, but they're all behind me and around me, uh, it's not the most relaxing, and there's hunting stuff everywhere. <laughs> I want a place of my own. So yesterday, I took the first step of clearing out my closet, painting it gray. I'm not done yet. I'm still going to do blue on half of it, (laughs) but painting it to put my desk in there so that I have a space. So we all need to take the first steps. And I'll say with my husband, before him and I met, I was a single mother. I was waiting for this husband and i knew that the next man that i met was gonna the next man that i went on a date with not met but went on a date with would be my husband and i prophesized that i prayed over that and i proclaimed that well my closet was jam-packed with stuff there was no space if there was a husband he was definitely not going to be able to fit here my kids stuff there was toys everywhere i had a nice home but there was no space for my husband So, I take my clothes, I give them to the girl next door, not all of them, but a lot of them, especially the ones I couldn't fit into anymore, and I kept hangers for my husband. I didn't know him, I had never met him, but I kept the hangers available for whenever he comes. So, September 2017, uh, I'm at church. Wait, I'm sorry. October? Yeah, October 2017, I'm at church. And I go with my grandma, who never, ever goes to church with me. This was, I think, maybe the first or second time she'd ever went. And she's uh, late, so we're sitting on the back row, and a gentleman comes and sits down and my grandma tells me uh, that's a good looking guy look at him check him out and i thought "Mm, grandma he's just okay until they were gone and the lights got turned on and i saw how handsome he really was so (laughs) i actually wrote my phone number down to him gave him my phone number which i had never done that before but uh, we went on a first date that next night and the rest was history we got married We moved in together in January, which I don't think was the best thing to do without being married. We were testing the waters without actually truly being married, but we knew that it was important that we got married. If we were going to say we're Christians, we've got two children by his, you know, previously my children by my previous. And now finally we've been blessed with a daughter together who is a year and a half old. She's perfect. Hazley. She's great. So I'm telling you this because I was at a place where I was just praying for God to bless me and to be with me, but I was also praying for that husband to come. So I made the moves by clearing out the space in my closet, and then finally he showed up. The last little bit of testimony I want to give you before we close this podcast out, we were on food stamps. We were living in Section 8 housing. We had very little money. I knew that if we got married, that we would uh, lose the food stamps. And I also knew that if they knew he was living there, then we would lose the house. So we get married on May uh, 13th, right? Maybe May 11th, May something right there. But um, we got married on that day right before Mother's Day. And my grandma, she, after, I think it was right after the wedding, we um, came home and like weeks a couple weeks later and my grandma tells me that there's this bassinet that she wants to go buy at this house for me she's already bought it and they've just left it outside so I pack all my kids up I've got my stepkids I've got my other daughter we pack up the car and we go over to look at this house and it is literally she she tells me this is your house and I think she's joking I'm like I thought we were getting a crib and she's like no Alyssa this is actually your house i opened up my phone two weeks before our wedding i showed my husband a picture of this house i took pictures it's right across the street from his work i've still had the pictures on my phone and i told him to go look at the house because i thought that we could this would be a house we could buy because it was a modular home we could not get approved for the loan which we barely had any credit anyways so anyways so my grandma tells me that this is our house we go into the house it was crazy because not only did she get us a house, but she got us the house that we really, truly wanted. That's a miracle. That in itself is a testimony. So we just to let you know, we're doing a rent to own. This isn't a, just a freebie. <laughs> we're renting to own this home, and in about eight years, we will have it paid off. Um, the last thing I want to tell you is about the food stamps. We were really scared to get married because most of the money, all of the money we fed our children with mostly came from the food stamps, at least, you know, most all of it. And so we kept praying that you know, if if is it right that we get married, is it right? And we kept getting, um, clarification that it was right for us to get married, especially in the sight of God in front of our children. So we get married and, uh, we lose the food stamps. And I thought when we had the next baby that we would be able to qualify again, but we didn't qualify. So we have, um, we have been blessed in ways from, uh, food banks, from, you know, different organizations that, Provide food. Actually, our local church gateway in Shelbyville, they have been doing like big food giveaways, and there's never been a moment that we have not been able to eat. And especially since this coronavirus, people have been giving away food way more. So it's hard that I can't go in the grocery store and buy my kids every single thing that they want right now or buy them like meat or <laughs> whatever. Like, we're. We're still doing it, though, and we're still so thankful for the places around us that um, are helping support. So, I'm just going to leave you with this one last time, and it is (laughs) the prayer. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. I just pray right now today that um, this day that you just, you pray that over your family. You pray for protection. Uh, I'm going to just say a prayer for you real quick before we end this. So, Father God, we just come humbly before your throne. You're a gracious and mighty God. Lord, we just pray that you take us up on wings like eagles. God, protect our family, Lord. And I pray that your hand will literally be upon this person that's listening right now, Lord. God, just bless them and bless their family. Just bless their day. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you so much for listening to this. I hope it was inspirational to you.